Ladies, gentlemen, and all sports fans of Calgary, welcome to your morning show. Sports, life, food, and everything else. This train rarely comes off the rails. We've got big guests, the best insiders, and all the breaking news you need. Boomer in the morning starts now. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. This train rarely comes off the tracks. Uh, rails. Rails. Yum. I mean, of, I know what you're saying. Kind of rails. Exactly. Well, let's have a Tuesday, shall we? We got a Tuesday on the go. We're all here. I have a very, very sneaking suspicion about your behavior of late. What's this? What? I. I'm led to believe, with a lot of circumstantial evidence, that you went to bed, woke up today, and watched the Flames game. Well, maybe a 50-50 did or something like that, but um, you were radio dark when I was communicating during said game, and it was late enough, I think you woke up and watched it today. Do you have sources? I just, I, circumstantial evidence. Small items, but I just, I have a hunch. I I might be wrong. I'm inappropriately confident in my opinions, as always. <laughs> I think you woke up and watched this thing this morning. Well, what time did you send? It was like first period. Nothing, and it wasn't even read until I, w- I was in bed at midnight. And it was not read yet. Do you want to uh, tell people the what you were sharing? I don't even know what it was. Was it the Flames Twitter post? And no, was, there was another. Uh, this was a. See. It, oh, yeah. We were just talking about the broadcast because yeah. I didn't know if you were live or not. We have a kind of a private behind your back oh. chat, too. Yeah, we're talking about, about, hey, talk about me and Remember everything when we you, turned on Dumas' mic and he said that stupid thing yeah. last week? I still haven't got over that. Mind you, it's kind of like the one that you guys have behind my back where you call me fat and stupid. So No, so we don't have a chat behind anyone's back. It's just me communicating to you. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff that Dumont... If, if there was five people on the show chat and four of them had a separate yeah. chat to point at the fifth and laugh, that would be a behind the back. That's what we had before, Patty. And Because re- remember that whole thing we talked about yesterday on the show, the whole Dutch lockout, Ecuador Group A, Cameroon. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. If you guys want to have your own chat well, and see that's that, yeah. by all means. I thought you were excited and along for the ride, but I might not have... Uh... I think we misinterpreted it, uh, Boom's... Enthusiasm. Yeah. I, okay, so now I sent... At 7.33, a uh, kind of a screen grab of the Flames Twitter account that said, one hour till puck drop. Just the way we like. I said, I guess what I said, it was Tom Brady. That's TB12, baby. TB12, no matter what. Could be raining, snowing, things are awful. You just spin it in your own head. Yep. It's just the way we like Like if you ever get a flat tire in the rain and you're in the middle of nowhere and you're out of cell service and it's like two in the morning. Just the way we like it. Exactly. It's perfect. It's just the way we like it. So then on our, uh, you know, just me and you kind of thing, mm-hmm. you sent to me. What time is that? Uh, well, you sent at 11 in the morning, one about uh, <laughs> something different. But then later. That was another item. Yeah. In the, hmm. yeah. So I, because I didn't respond, but you know, I go, I go internet dark. Yeah, I know, I'm but it was so late. Up. I just don't know how you would, how you would be dark at that point. No, I haven't heard a hard denial, so I'm thinking I might be right, but I also haven't heard confirmation of my uh, my suspicion. I'm just wondering what your base is. That all your base? That's it. it. On? I, I mean, that and some other sources. 
what what others I, I can't talk about it. I can't reveal my sources. I'm right, aren't I? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. You are correct. <laughs> Do you know how crazy you are? And like I understand it's like it's you're either crazy on one side or the other. Yeah. Like I happily work till midnight, twelve thirty, and wake up on no sleep. You will do the opposite. You'll go to bed early, but then wake up at obscenely early hours and then do your work. I'm productive before I go to sleep. You're productive when you wake up. We do the same hours, but totally different uh, when we like to work. I just kind of, I was doing the math because here's what it was yesterday. I kind of, I'm doing this bike thing, right? I, it's just a part of my life now. And I had put off. Your big uh, biker? Yeah, my biker. Leather vests? Yeah, me and my. uh, Marley? My, my moped. Mm. No, I uh, I get a ride in every day, and I had put it off knowing that there was a late start to the game. Mm-hmm. And then other things kind of came up, or just around the house helping kids do different things. And I said, like, mm-hmm. well, now I'm riding, and then the ride's done, and all this. So I started doing the math. If I go to bed now mm-hmm. and get up at 2.30 yeah. instead of 3. Right, which is a very normal hour to wake up, for sure. <laughs> Well, none of this is normal. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, so it's like, okay, if I watch the game eight to a, that's like two and a half hours, ten thirty, I'm getting to bed. I'm not getting to sleep before eleven. Oh God, no! Yeah, I get up at three, so I'm talking three, three and a half hours, kind of tops. I think the math makes sense that it would take you just over an hour to watch it off the PVR if you're good at it. Yeah, which we are. And if you watch it live, it was going to take you almost three. Yeah. So I say uh, three. One and of them's a little more efficient than the other. Three and a half hours, or finish my ride. I was gassed, and it was nine. It was like nine thirty. Yeah. So I was asleep before ten. Curtains. I figured if I can go to eleven, twelve, one, two, thirty, there's four and a half hours. I'm getting an extra hour sleep, even if I get up at two thirty, which is only half an hour earlier than I usually do. Amazing. So that's what I did. Yeah, and you don't need to apologize for it. I just think you're a maniac, and I'd like to point that out. And I, I think, think that's amazing. Uh, you know what? I'll get, you, you're very astute. Well done. I go. Now your bird wasn't texting my bird this morning or something. It's like, yeah, these they got up at two thirty. I know nothing about your bird. Hmm. But then, yeah, that's what I did. And I couldn't check your, uh, I couldn't check your text because I had to. Then I had to go internet dark this morning. Well, and then I, think I can't check your text. It could have been. You won't even know what I'm talking about. Hey, now. I'm drowning. Please come help. I would get back. No, to you I would. That, yeah. Twelve hours later. Probably. No, I go. Got up this morning. Watched no, the boy. game. Look at the Johnny Gaudreau. Did do the Gaudreau show. Ten, uh, 10 seconds in. Our boy Alex Singleton was there, fired was up. He? Oh, my goodness. Well, that's great. Post game, got his sister and his mom were there hanging. They all got the, the photos with Johnny. Yeah, yeah. I was sending him notes. Congrats on Denver. He's jacked up. He's a Johnny Gaudreau is on fire tonight. I think uh, Will had him on in the afternoons earlier this week. Or, li- or last week, yeah. very recently. So It's weird, man. We got to do that, but we can't do it like three days after the midday donkeys do it huh no we can't get people in the mornings people he is an out he'll be right? better when he's in denver and that starts monday he was saying that that's they're already yeah, mini yeah. camps isn't that crazy i know uh, but that'll be mountain time at least right yeah i, I i've never liked denver i did i wasn't a john well, elway guy i didn't oh the I, team yeah i couldn't uh yeah the broncos the team but i'll tell you what now, i mean singleton's there and i, I don't really dig russell wilson they're gonna be interesting at least it's like jerry judy could be a beast this year they've been pretty irrelevant right yeah and now it's like okay well they're relevant it's like, all right i can uh i can do this i can get behind the broncos looks good for singleton well and i mean geez what a dumpster fire he leaves in philly in a rough few years since they uh, won the super bowl there 
Philly special, special Dean. That's right. Big save. Uh, what's his name? Nick. Mm-hmm, yeah. Big big something. Nick. Yeah. Save. So Gaudreau ten seconds in from below the goal line in the corner. Goal. Good start. Just how you draw it up, Daryl. Love that play. Just Design you, play. It's yeah. the way you do it. So Cal's gonna bank it off the wall to our player. They were going to throw it in off his foot. See, Johnny's good at those, the caroms, right? Remember the uh, overtime winner against Colorado? Took the bank pass from That's Lindholm? That's right, yeah. He's good at that. He uh, likes sharp angles, too. We've seen that. Geometry. Geometry. Jigamometry. Is that a thing? Um, played great in the first period and trailed 2-1. to one. Yeah, and could have been 3 nothing two minutes in quite easily. Great save off of Kachuk. Another Kachuk has perfectly placed. A, and I thought Cal Peterson was really good last night. He was really good. And then Backlund has it pop over his mm-hmm. stick, wide open back door on the setup from Manjapani, I believe. Yes. And like that was still inside the first minute, I think. You're like, holy. Yeah. That's three chances. You that might be your best three of the night. Yeah. And it would have been floodgates. It, yeah. It just would have been and instead it's now you're in a one nothing game against an LA Kings club that might be the comfiest team in the league in one goal games. They just play all every night is a one goal game. Well didn't they show that's that that they like near the top of the league? I didn't check this morning. I mean, they're they're second in one goal one. games. Yeah. So whatever that means It means they play a lot of one goal they, games. They play you tight. And again, I'll Flames get the win, it's a big win. Mm. My takeaway is I'm impressed with the LA Kings. Their youth yeah. is uh, ahead of schedule or on schedule, whatever. Impressed by them. The the Kempe, Kupari, Dersey. They've got a lot of guys who were drafted. Velarde was drafted Velarde, very high. Yeah, top. Kalia we didn't, hasn't popped quite yet, but he's, he's coming. And he, and he shot one last. Whoa, Bjorn missed the net. Like, there's a lot of dudes there. And they're willing to work. And they're playing the way that they have to. That's a hard team to play against. Well, and when you can go Kopitar Deno one two, that just changes a lot because it means that you've got someone who's superb defensively on the ice for half the game, two thirds of the game. Yeah. And then you get Byfield behind that where you can shelter him, but he also gets to learn from those guys. They're going to be scary for a bit. And they wanted Cal Peterson to take over and be their one. It didn't happen in the first half of the year. Here they are. That was the first time all year he started three in a row. Yeah. And was good. Really good. Yeah. A couple tip 30, of the gloves to keep it out. and Yeah, 30 saves. The tip of the glove off of Gaudreau. There was one off Kachuk. Mm-hmm. I think Toffoli had a couple. Toffoli two. in tight for sure. I think Toffoli missed coming out of the out of the penalty box. Had that breakaway. Yeah, I had chart. the breakaway. Missed the net. And then there was that one play. I don't. Another one of those ones where you watch it on TV and the puck goes up and then falls in behind the goalie. And you're thinking, how... That was on the... Uh, How isn't this going in the net? Yeah. That was in the third period, I believe. But credit to the Flames, starting on time, they were ready to go. And mm-hmm. it's not as though they weren't, but what a start. Even if you take away the 10-second oh, yeah. gift, yeah. they were they were great. Yeah, if you had two great A's in the first two minutes, you're, you're loving life. Yeah. And I wonder, I, I think about how you hear the saying. It's not like it was a big, long losing streak, but you start playing better when you start to win games again and you start playing sloppy if you're winning before you lose. Did they deserve better against St. Louis? Maybe. I think so. They're, what, right? shots are 30 to 12 at one point? Yeah. They, 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 that's well earned for them last night. And I think importantly, when they'd only allowed six shots and were down 2-1 and they'd had more maybe as many scoring chances as the Kings had shots. Yeah. Markstrom just barred the door. And that that's a big one for him. This is the, 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 the biggest game in terms of ramifications on this road trip 
what happens to Anaheim, San Jose, or Seattle really doesn't affect you at all. This is a team behind you. You keep your three games in hand, obviously, but now the Bulge is five, not one. That's a big difference. Yeah. And I just think for him, you you wanted to see a bounce back from a couple games where you're like, well, he's probably not been at his best. And you could, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they roll Vladar two halves of a back-to-back or two of the next three. They're at a point now, and I thought they were before, but I think that one was a big one for Daryl. Going home, team behind them in the standings, but I think they'll look to get them a little more rest than they have. The Although thing, I've kind of been hoping for that all year. Yeah, so. and 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 that's that's an that's its own good discussion for sure. But you watch that game, and I don't know if there's been many where goaltending has cost them a victory. I was trying to think of that this morning because we sit here. Oh, who's going to start in that? Oh, maybe you go to this. Well, if you give this guy the start, of the other guy. It was the right call. You you can debate whether or not he's being played too much. Yeah, but, no. But, I, when, I, but I, when Vladar has gone in, he's played. And the uh, the flip side of that is, we'll just play him whenever because you don't goaltending it doesn't cost you. But I feel like Markstrom, as you said, you allowed because it was one on three and then two on six and then three on ten against St. Louis and at then one sh- point. and then shut it down. But there were some really good plays. Kupari in, or yeah, it was Kupari in close off that kind of breakdown. Anderson that puck explodes off the end boards and through his legs and then out in front and then a uh, blocker save off Grundstrom. Mm-hmm. You needed big saves from Markstrom. Yep, and you got him. And I, I don't th- like if you wake up every morning and tell me Jacob Markstrom is your best goal and gives you the best chance to win, I believe you. That's not really what I'm saying at yeah. all. What I'm saying is your last game in the regular season is April 29th. You're probably lining up for a May 2nd or May 3rd, a Monday or a Tuesday start to the postseason. What do you need to do to have Markstrom at his best at that point? Because you can wake up every game, the next 13 games that day, and tell me he's better than Vladar. I'm not going to fight you on that. But what I am going to tell you is he won't be at his best May 2nd and 3rd if he plays all 13. So what is the magic number? I don't know. What does the goaltending department think? What does Daryl think? What do people in Vancouver think that watched him the last four or five years? Well, I don't know if all those numbers are the same. I also think I you try and think in Daryl terms, and it's it's hard to do. I, I don't you know don't recommend it to anybody trying to think how Daryl thinks because only he thinks how he does. But I think he would have viewed last night as a big one. This to your point, this feels like a big two points, a big zero points for the Kings. You have three in hand now on the Kings. You have one in hand on the Oilers. You've Six up. St- you've stretched your lead. Now you've got a couple. You've got Anaheim, a couple against Seattle. This keeps the the Kings. You feel like okay, that's a little more comfortable. Even though you know you're making the playoffs, and still all the probabilities and math is going to tell you, yeah, you're still odds on favorite to win the division because the game's played. Yeah, this now I think really gives you a little bit of space. They drop from ninety nine percent down to ninety five over the course of the weekend in terms of winning the division. Never mind getting in. Last night would have been a big blow, but it might have dropped them to. 88 or something like that. Instead, they're going to jump back up to the 98, 99% chance they win the division. And it's also, and that's just one probability model, but it's, yeah. it's, it's the one that people use to bet against Vegas, which is normal humans can't do and make money over time against, in hockey. So it's, it's a good model. And it's also what it would have done for the Kings. Now they're one point back. Yeah, there's games played. That's regulation, exactly what it is. Regulation wins. They're w- well behind. But still, now it's mm, five points. And we've, we're done with our head-to-heads. Okay. It's a proverbial uh, four-pointer, 
as they is say. that right? That's what they say. Yeah, and Daryl said not only was it the one that had the most impact in terms of the standings, but it's the first of four and six. You want to have a bad road trip, you lose that one. You want to have a good one, well, start off and uh, have a good start. And if you lose that, everything feels uphill. Now it feels like you can start any goal you want, doesn't it? Yeah. You can do. You can. And hey, Adam Rzhichka, I give you a, a you know three out of five ranking. I can put you back in if I want. I don't have to switch it up. Like I mean, there's just the luxury of the standings remains with them after that win. I mean, we've talked about enough the last few days about getting a little stale at home and starting a trip. Doesn't matter who the opponent is, starting a trip, getting off in the right foot, and you know when you're playing four and six too, so you want to get off in the right foot. Thank you. Bang on. I don't like it, but I think you're bang on. The uh, well, you just listen to Daryl and say what he says, and wow. then you play the clip after. I sound smart. Thank well, you. No, this. You're right. The, the sphincters tightened with a loss last night for a number of different reasons. Now, geez, you really better not lose to Anaheim and you better. Yeah. It just sets you up now. And if you'd beaten St. Louis or you got a different result against LA last Thursday, it wouldn't be that way. But this is when tensions were the highest this year. It was, oh no, they just lost three in the Southeast states. And now they came home and lost to Ottawa. A lot of people were saying, okay, there it is, guys, true colors. Like, they, they haven't changed. This is the same old Flames. So it's when you get to those three, four, five-game junctures. And I don't think the team feels that way. But for the fan base, uh, yeah, things would be really tight if you'd lost four in a row. And that's what you were looking at last night, albeit with collecting a loser point along the way. Yeah. And I know that we, we're guilty of it sometimes. You hear fans and media, that was a playoff-like atmosphere. And then the playoffs start, and they go, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's another level. Different. But that... That has to be a good a good feel as well for the coach because he's been talking mm-hmm. about tight games where one bounce either way. You've got to be comfortable in this scenario. So Kirk Muller said the other day. So Kale McLean's <laughs> talked about, and they made it a little harder than they needed to in that third period. They uh, you know have a lead going into the final period, and then three penalties for Matthew Kachuk. Five in a row for the Flames. How's so that uh, Coleman hmm. with the hook? And Matthew, if you want to bury that breakaway too, this thing's on ice. Yeah. Yeah, they had chances. But uh, again, I think Peterson gets a piece of that, doesn't he? He does get a like, piece wow. of it. Like, wow. And uh, there was, you mentioned Backlund, the one that hopped over his stick. He had a pretty good redirect there in front. That's right. Peterson made a good pass. That was save the one on that, that rolled over the back, or no? What was the one, what was the one that rolled over the goalie's back? Was that back? I've got it written down here, so we'll get to the it. The Backlund was just kind of, it was a tip at the top of the crease that he got a, a good chunk of. Uh, and we'll talk about Gaudreau, because, I mean. What a night. We have to. But. The penalty kill comes up for them on a night where too many penalties. Uh, Goudreau gets a roughing. Stone gets is, a holding to, yeah. to make it a... Right, so, I mean, do you really... Do you not even that up? You evened up Anderson and Aya follow. It would have been a frustrating night for officiating from a Flames perspective. But what, you know, because then Stone takes a holding call and then it's a five on three and then they score. Um, you know what it felt like for me all night? Sorry. I was just going to say, and I didn't like the Toffoli slash. Like, I get, it, I guess you have to call the Kachuk because Daryl talked about it afterwards. I mean, that, you don't have to, but the way that night was going, you don't give the refs that chance. Those two battled all night, and that's the one, and it was sold by. I mean, who knows? Maybe it catches a soft spot, but yeah, it's without the reaction from Dursey, it's not getting called, in my opinion. Yeah. But it felt like the officials were playing makeup all night. Right from early on, when they don't call a blatant trip on Blake Coleman, 
yeah, that partial break. Right. And then everything after that is like, oh, well, we got to call it now. Oh, now it's a five on three. Shoot, we give them a five on three. Oh, we got to call this now because we give them a five on three. It's like, oh my guys, just put it. Whistles away. Yeah. Jeez. Because you know what there was, too? Remember the play where Moore gets hammered into the end boards by Good Branson, and then Moore trips Manjapani, and they have to call that one. Well, we probably should have called the Good Branson one, I guess. And then it, it felt like the whole night was just makeup calls. Yeah, it, it, it was, for sure. It, it, it was frustrating. <laughs> yeah. And then they miss the Kachuk high stick, but Review yeah. saves it for the Kings, and it's a double minor, and... Yeah, that's a nail-biting final 63 seconds for the Flames. Yeah. I guess until the penalty was called. Or that was. Here was, uh, the coach was asked about the penalties, obviously the string, five in a row, and three of them, including the double minor to Kachuk. Yeah, it was a swing, you know. It's, as soon as they see the blood part of it, then they go they go look and see because they've called it four. And I know that's one of the, the rules that they're looking at. If that was a major, to go back. You know where it's major back to two, but they're t- they're talking about a major to nothing if they look at it. So I'm not sure how that four will work when it's blood. So uh, you know it's a frustrating call. The first the first one, the slash in the third death penalty. You just you can't take that. You got to put the team first. Got to put the team first, Chucky. So I guess we can get to the Gaudreau stuff. He was as he can be worth the price of admission by himself. Huh. You you have, I mean, he gets the goal 10 seconds in. Oh, yeah, is it fluky? Is it all that? Yeah, but it still went off of his stick and went in the he net. He makes that play. Not many guys can make it. Uh, that goal, by the way, three seconds shy of a franchise record for quickest uh, to start a game. First thing I thought when I was in it, okay, what, was, was, what, what are we talking here? Yeah. That's got to be close. Uh, old Mel Bridgman. Mel. Boy, could he grow a stash. Back in uh, Mel Lassman, the old mayor? No, no, no. different guy. Uh, it's the 13th three-plus, three-or-more-point effort of the season for that's, him. That's bonkers. Ties him with Dreisaitl for most in the NHL. Uh, ten it's basically po- like yeah. every yes. sixth game, he's putting up a three-point performance? Yes, 13. Fifth game. Holy. <laughs> in 69. Um Ten points in his last five. That includes the five-point effort against the Oilers, as you recall. Two goals away from his career high. Four points away from his career high. Two assists shy of his career high. And just kind of and did did this last night, just off the top of your head. So he scores at 10 seconds in. Then the feed to Kachuk on that three-on-two or the great glove save by Peterson. And it takes the penalty against Dersey. Then... Remember on the left side, he goes in below the goal and tries to jam it in. And Peterson actually does a good job to not just keep it out of the net, but to cover it. There's no loose puck there. Went high Early goal. in the third, he tries the wraparound, right? That's does, exact- Tries the wraparound, gets around Arvidsson, tries to go far side. Uh, the goal, backhand roof. The great assist to Lindholm. Tried to go high glove again on Peterson, who just got a piece. Shoulder. 16 minutes and 54 seconds. Of ice time. Two yeah, he don't kill a lot of penalties. His ice time could have been higher. Two goals, one <laughs> assist, three shots on net. What a night. And the game winner. Give that man his money. Well, somebody's I'll going say, to. I'll I mean, say it again. Yeah. I, and I don't think, I'm, I'm not even, it's, I don't think anyone's arguing or debating. I shudder to think what this team looks like without him on the ice. You don't replace that. Nope. You just don't. He, uh, he's... 
you, you he's so central to creating offense. And yes, he plays with very good players. And yes, Lindholm's a uh, superb centerman that you know is going to get a lot of sulky love, rightfully so. Kachuk's creative, but consistently creating scoring chances and finding teammates in better spots than he is all night. And and we saw it on the other end last night too, checking, winning battles on the yeah. wall, stealing pucks. That's that's where Daryl's been most influential and most impressed, in my opinion. Is you know, it's like okay, with three points, but how many was he on for against? Like that conversation does not exist. No. He is leading the NHL in even strength points. And if you start to look historically, the last fifteen to twenty years, he's gonna be a top three or four or five guy of 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 that entire time time span for even strength production. That's the hardest thing to do in this league. Produce when it's not a power play. If I told you he was having a career year, you would have said they're feasting on a, a red-hot power play. And that's fine. But this is so impressive. Here's the coach. Johnny was on fire tonight, though. He was awesome. You know, he's been really good lately, and hopefully that'll get the line going again. And, uh, you know, Johnny gooning it up. Just think, if that had been a fight, he could have had a Gordie Hall hat trick tonight. So I was mad at the refs for I said, how could Johnny Goudreau get a, r- a roughing? penalty when there's like 10 guys and there's got to be somebody else get a penalty. The referee said, don't point at me. I said, I'm not pointing at you. I was pointing at where the scrum was. See the refs, eh? It was there to the, yeah. They got it in for Daryl. That's what it is. I'm not pointing at you. I'm pointing where the scrum was. Yeah. I mean, why would I point you? Pointing's rude. Wouldn't do that. Yeah, it's wild to think. Five on five to lead the league for, for that guy who you would think is tailor-made for special teams. Mm-hmm. Smaller guy, shifty, but how his game has evolved. And again, I don't know what the money is. It's a lot. It's probably whatever he wants to ask for at this point. Someone will give it. We're talking about a guy who is, what, 28 years old? Give him eight years. You're getting his prime still. It's going to be max term, and it's going to be, I would think, could be an eight-digit AAV, which, you know, at this point, that's what those kind of guys cost in this league. Look yeah. at Panarin. Look at Kane. Look at Marner. And everybody's not, under right, like Panarin's a UFA contract. Marner's yeah, an is RFA. It's it it all. But at the end of the day, dollars are dollars. Yeah, and he's a UFA. And, he can use anyone he wants as a comparable. Because if you don't like his comparables, he'll just go talk to someone else. Yeah. And so, is it going to be most dollars? Is it going to be fit? Is it where's the best place I can go to win? Is it proximity to home? Is it proximity away from home? I don't know, mm-hmm. but I, I, I don't. I, I am not filled with fear so much as the number probably just gets bigger, which he's earned. And the you know, discussion: who? Well, who's got that kind of space? You know who does? The Flames. They yeah, have, well, and, and, and you make room for this type of player. You make room. Do who? Yes. Who needs them? The Flames do. Can they afford them? They'll find a way. Yeah, like if you're Toronto, Tampa, or Edmonton, you've already paid your top guys huge money. This team has not, and thus can do it here. Will you have to maybe shed some luxuries further down the roster? Yeah. Is it worth it? Hell yeah. And that's where it's on the hockey operations. Who's in your system? Who who's replaceable? Who can step in in a year's time, in two years' time, and fill a role? That sort of thing. They've been pretty good at that. Better probably lately than, boy, in a long time. 
as you've seen Manjapani and Shillington and some others come up and and take some roles. Yeah, and I you think gotta, Pelche's ready. I think they want Connor Mackey to be ready, and I haven't I haven't seen enough to say whether he is or not, but yeah. reports are very good around him. You'd hope that this season's got Yusuf Alamaki back on track to be an NHLer because I think he needs waivers next year. They got a goalie who they're going to simmer and cook, but he ain't far away. But boy, you watch Gaudreau last night, him dancing behind the net and then puts it on a tee for Lindholm. Good play by Lindholm to find that open spot, but still, you got to get it to him. I don't know how many other players have the patience to wait there and also see it. Because the Kings D didn't see it, and Lindholm might not even try it if it's a different player behind the net, but he knows that if anyone on the ice is going to notice, he slides to the opposite side of the net around like four players mm-hmm. it's johnny and he puts it right on a tee that that was just so picture perfect about what those guys are both good at lindholm reads the situation well johnny sees it all unfolding puts it on a tee and lindholm just rips it how many goals he scored from that kind of area yeah it's like two-thirds of his three quarters and for good like you say for good what what do you want if you want to leave, you leave. That's yeah. That's and, and if you, you want money, it. they'll give them money. Um, and again, the eighth year is a big thing. Let's say you flop eighty million bucks, ten a year, just round numbers. It's higher, or lower, it doesn't matter. Making a point based on term. For someone else to give you eighty million over seven years, you got to pay more than eleven million bucks a year. So someone has to go over a million dollars more than you on AAV. And if you think it's more, okay, now do eleven. Okay, so it's eighty-eight million. Now, what does someone have to pay over seven years to get eighty-eight? That's a huge AAV. It's going to help. If there's a tie, it'll break a tie. And I think, look, if you're Johnny, what's going to happen to the playoffs? Can we win with this group? I think we can. Let's see. Mm-hmm. And if you can, well, why would you leave? And if you can't win, yeah, you know what? Maybe it's time to, to move. But I feel like with this coach and yeah. playing with the guys he's playing with, they believe they can do something special. Now we don't live his lifestyle. Maybe when you've got all the, like, because even now, like, will he get all the money in the world? Yes. Does he have it already? Well, kind of. Maybe when you're on the road and you look at teams in Carolina or Florida or Los Angeles or whatever, man, I would love to live here. Maybe he's got that in his head. You want to pool in your backyard? You can't do that here because when hockey season starts and ends, that thing's drained and emptied. (laughs) But I am curious how this one goes. Because that's this is a very, very different team without that guy. Mm-hmm. And you can you can look at it and say, well, if you're gonna spend ten or eleven million on him, then how are you spending that ten or eleven million? I'm here to tell you, it ain't <laughs> it isn't gonna look like that. Yeah. No, it's it's a lot of um nickels and dimes trying to be a loony. Yeah. It's not going to work that well if you try to split that five ways and tell me you're better. He's a complete game breaker. Take the tape last night, put in four more second liners and take away Johnny, they don't win that game. We have a busy hour, too, coming up. Frank Saravalli is our NHL insider. We'll see what he's uh, keeping eyes on. A big night for Austin Matthews last night. I like watching the uh, TSN broadcast there because everybody's big on wagering and betting and odds and all of this. One of the big takeaways was the uh, fan duel and how the how the betting odds have changed between Leon to win the goal scoring title and Austin Matthews. It went from minus uh, to plus to, to, to all. Of, so, yeah, that's that's how we qual- qualify now 
who's who's the the odds on favorite or who's going to win the scoring title we go to FanDuel or or bet 365 to see what they're telling us but a hat trick and a helper and doing it against Tampa Bay they would know offense when they see it Mm -hmm. Stephen Brunt coming up he sent his little uh he said he's he's the only guy that sends no uh Blue Jays apparently are wrapping up spring training he says Little surprise uh, lefty they kept versus cut. The bird, the bird is the word. Yeah, and the other guy plays all the positions except uh, he doesn't sell popcorn or catch. That's about it. And then Adnan Ver coming up in hour three. No, uh, no Chris Rock talk this week. We I think he got it all out. We might talk some baseball. Well, who knows? I hope so. We'll get into the Pinder report when we come back. Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan. This is Boomer in the morning with Ryan Pinder on Sportsnet nine sixty. The fan. Show continues, proudly sponsored by Grey Wolf Golf Course. Panorama Mountain Resort, Grey Wolf is a beauty. On their website, you can book your spot this summer, this season, as the tee sheet is open, greywolfgolf.com. Uh, and I'm, I'm here to tell you if, you, if you check it like right now or you're kind of getting into it, you check it this morning, it's going to be on your mind all day. Yep. Oh, okay, so how much? Maybe I do need that new set of irons. I was thinking about it. They had that sale at the end of last season. I really mm. should have. I'm not sure if my wedges, you know, really could use. Wedges are the issue, eh? Really could use my, my short game. Boy, the putters, the technology's really come a long way. Has it? Yeah. We don't need a vacation this summer. I need a new golf set. That's right. Sorry, uh, we're doing mac and cheese again. Daddy got a new wedge. These new drivers, I mean, I could probably get another five, ten yards, right? Oh, yeah. Just never mind the accuracy. You know, Just spraying it out of bounds. Let's go down the middle. Yeah, yeah. Probably get some it's lessons. It's not your swing. It's the. <laughs> get some lessons it's the, while I'm at it. And it's the tools. Come on. Get those things fitted, too, right? I and mean, we can't just buy an off shelf. And that's going to be your day. And Masters Week. Oh, yeah. The commercials get me like the the, the golf like set commercials like the clubs always like I'm like yeah I want to do that yeah yeah look how far that ball is straight <laughs> and you don't even have to be a look hardcore that. He didn't golf even slice that into the Marshalls cart look yeah, at this I could do that yeah it's like oh man I could I really want to do that yeah you do I know I yeah. should really go and I should look at some new gear did you see the one where they have like Ricky Fowler's dad and like all the family members also like. Like, I can golf like my relative. It's, it's funny. I saw it during the Blair mm-hmm. Texas Open. Good. Ah, uh, Ricky. Not uh, doing much. Winning. Not at all. Mm. Winning at life, though. Yep. Life's good. Yep. For old Ricky. If you like shooting commercials more than winning golf tournaments, he's doing it right. Hey, the bank, uh, the bank, checking's full. Yeah, he's doing okay there. He's not going to the ATM, and it's like, what? Oh, dear. In multiples of five, and I can't even take it. No, he's good. Mm. He's good. Uh, Brunt, Sarah Valley coming up. Right now it's time for the Pinder Report, brought to you by MotorWorks. Exceeding all expectations, BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors' quotes. 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Ryan Pinder. Hey, Ryan. W's. 
That's when I'm impressed. Dean, that's when I'm impressed as well. Mm-hmm. Daz and I are on the same page. Uh, here's what you need to know. Yesterday in L.A., Flames and Kings, Yarn Croak still out. No Shillington or Richie on the trip yet. Ruzichka and Valimaki indeed recalled after not playing for Stockton on Sunday. And yeah, some more tweaks to the bottom six. It would be Adam Ruzichka coming in, playing center on the third line with Dubé and Coleman. Uh, Carpenter stays in the fourth line. Lewis slides to his right into the Brett Ritchie spot of yestergame. Okay, let's go. First period, quick start, good start, on time Flames. The Flames score! The Flames dump the pocket of the King zone, and from the far corner and from behind the goal line, Johnny Gaudreau throws it out in front. It bounces off the skate of Cal Peterson and in, and on a weird one, the Flames take a one to nothing lead. And in his defense, it wasn't a normal one. You don't see that uh, often where they go like that. No. And nice, you know what? Nice bounce pass by Peterson, right? You want to kind of get it off the wall. I mean, he got him right on the tape, so... Put it right there for I, him. I don't know what, what more you could have wanted if you were Johnny Gaudreau. Great pass from Peterson, for sure. Then, um, okay, fourth fastest goal in Flames history to start a game. Mel Bridgman, 82, seven seconds, the record. Then Johnny sets up Matthew Kachuk right off the draw at center ice. He goes low block, or Cal Peterson makes a really nice save. Then the next shift, Panny sets up Michael Backlund, who whiffs on an empty net. Everything is happening. I know, Bob. It's crazy. And uh, whiff's probably the wrong word. It hops on him. Cruel bounce. Bear down, Backlund. That, too. Uh, and, the, boy, you're thinking, geez, could be 3 nothing. It's only one nothing. The Kings, they might not surrender much more than that. You're going to regret not getting another there, aren't you? Well, we'll see. Byfield got hurt by Stone. He stumbled into his leg. Ouch, his neck. He was fine. He that was back. a took a blow dart from the upper you deck there. Got a dart in your neck. The old blue line got him. Coleman hauls down Velarde, no call, and the circus began for the zebras. The drop it back to Kopitar, plays a far side. Kempe scores. Adrian Kempe one times the puck by Jacob Markstrom. This one ties the game at one. Thirty for Kempe. Holy! Nice puck movement for the Kings down the ice. Uh, Kopitar still good hockey. Still good at hockey. I I watched that one a few times. How do you get that pass all the way almost board to board? And Zadorov kind of has to play because Stetcher's jumped in. There's two guys there. It's an odd man rush there. uh... I don't know. Didn't like it. Then Toffoli off the tip of the glove. Peterson stays out. More to the box. Flames don't score. Scrum! Was that a concussion spotter for... Chuck, what was going on there? They tried to send him down the tunnel. I don't know. Uh, extra penalty to Johnny Gaudreau for roughing. Hell's going on here? Four on four for 36 seconds. And then Stone takes a holding call and look out. A four on three for seven seconds, followed by over a minute 20 of five on three. The Kings, who had been out chanced and out everything, had a chance to take a lead on the power play. Which bounces over to Kopitar, and he'll drop it to Kempe, who shoots and scores. Adrian Kempe. Scoring his second goal of this first period. That with 53 seconds left in the frame, they would kill the second of the overlapping penalties. 2-1 after 20 shots, 12-6 for the Flames. So 2-on-6 for Markstrom after a 3-on-10 against St. Louis. Any of them really bad? No. Uh, but you've been out shooting, no chance of your opponents, and you're trailing again, Dean. Yeah, it had that kind of a sick feel in your gut. And again, 
Muller talked about it the, after the other game. It's not just about how many goals. It's the timing of them. And that another one felt one. that one felt like another late one. You're skating off to the to the room again, much like with St. Louis. We played good, but we're we're down here. How would they respond, Ryan? That was the yeah, question. Yeah, that I was had. the question. In the second period, Dursey's off for a holding call. Power play could not capitalize. Then it's Gaudreau and Kachuk on a two-on-one. That clips the shoulder of Peterson to Foley to the box. A shorthanded chance for Coleman, who he trips. He got tripped up at the blue line, Dean. The blow dart. Toffoli misses the net on a breakaway. <laughs> and uh, then Kachuk tries the Michigan. Everything was happening, Dean. This was crazy. There was a lot going on. Holy. Everything is happening. Yeah, again, right. Bob. I know. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, finally, the Flames equalized. Man centers Lindholm. Scores. Elias Lindholm one-times the pocket of the top corner of the Kings net. His team leading 35th goal of the season. That's a bunch. 35. Toff with the ram job at the side of the net. It rolls up on the back of Peterson. Somehow stays out. That nearly made it 3-2. Instead, it's uh, all square heading to the third. Early on, Johnny nearly buries a wraparound attempt flying wide around the right. Then Kachuk gets into the penalty trouble that the Flames would uh, be in for the rest of the night, seemingly. A slash on Dursey. Uh, an ozone penalty behind the play. Hmm. Couple big blocks from Good Branson, another from Tanev that messed up his skate for a bit. He needed to head to for repairs. Kachuk, a breakaway. Peterson gets a piece with the glove that could have iced things, and instead, a lot more drama. Empty net behind the Kings. Dano goes down. It's a high stick on Kachuk with review. They found it. Double minor with just 203 left. It's an empty net six on four to finish for the Kings. Finally, uh, the Flames. Frantically killing the penalty, get a penalty called against LA on Dursey. 3 2, your final. It was. Yeah, I mean, it was, a, it was a wild game. You're, you're having fun with There was a lot going on. There was. And you know what? It was a rather low event opening 40 against the Kings in Calgary on Thursday. This was a lot more chances. It was also a lot more special teams. There was a lot of special teams, but I I had said yesterday, is this going to be another one where it's going to put us to sleep? Snorefest? That was not what nope. we saw last night. Now, the under did pay, but it was a heavy sweat. It was, uh, <laughs> you needed the scoreless third, and there eventually was. Yeah. Whew. It's a hoof. Uh, Daryl, how'd you like 13? Well, the guys after, well, we had a good start. <laughs> Johnny was on fire tonight, though. He was awesome. He, you know, he's been really good lately, and hopefully that'll get the line going again. Uh, Three-point night pushes Gaudreau to point-per-game status on his career. Whoa! That's 589 points in 589 games. That's good, right? Yeah, that's all You right. want to collect those guys, the point-per-game ones? You don't want to let them just roll right through our fingers. Uh, he now sits fourth in league scoring, 95 points with 13 games to play. Two back of Huberto, who sits in third. Uh, the Oilers, superstars, one and two. Contract year. Uh, He's two goals and two assists off his career highs. Both of those, the 99-point campaign of a few years ago, uh, 18-19. May as well get there. As good as that was to have a career year, Mm -hmm. and fond memories, I'm sure, Mm -hmm. you may as well up and go for it. How many career years do you think you have in your career? Because you'd think it'd be one, but your first year's got to be a career year because you've never played before. And then you're going to beat that, and then you might have something better than that year. He's got a lot of career years here. You got to play a few years. I think he's probably had four career years at least, Johnny. Maybe five. 
You want me to, I mean, I can look at it if you want me to. I mean, is he a free agent every time? Because he's, he's got to be a career year. He must be free agent. A lot of a lot of work. Kind Sorry, of there's a lot of math there. Speaking of math, Johnny now has 74 even strength points. He is on pace for the most even strength points in a regular season since Yager, Lemieux, and Wayne Gretzky eclipsed 88 each in the early and mid-90s. If he tops 99, this would be his sixth career year. Because remember, year there one, he had, he had one goal. One goal, one game. So one point. Unbelievable pace. Career year. Yeah. Then had 64 points, then 78, mm-hmm. then went down to 61, then 84. Yeah, okay, that's four. Then 99. 95. This will be the sixth career year. This will year. be the sixth career year. It's a lot. And it just wasn't I'm contract tired. years every year, was it? it, it I don't think so. It kills that argument. No. Uh, Ducks tomorrow, first half of a back-to-back. 8 o'clock puck drop. You're going to love that, Dean. Get to bed early. And uh, Calgary 2-0-1-1 this year against the Ducks. Uh Opponent the next night, 8.30 against the Sharks. Not so good. Winless in three tries. Back-to-back games against the Sharks. They've blown through one leads. Barf. Last night, let's go, Patty. We'll move. Boston, Columbus needed overtime. Lindholm slips it to Dabrowski. Scores! Josh Dabrowski. Jack Dabrowski. Josh Dabrowski. James Dabrowski. Ja- now, hairball? Uh... Jake Edwards uh, on Jack DeBrusque's goal there. Yeah, yeah. He is trying not to go into cardiac arrest as he's incredibly excited and veins are popping out of his neck. Do we have the rest of that call by chance, Patrick, or no? No, we don't. Okay, because it's a lot, and it'll be on the highlight reels for the next 20 hours or so. Uh, Do enjoy that, and remember, that's a man at work. That's his (laughs) job. That's not someone in a domestic situation where he's going to get arrested by the police. That is not... Uh, an interaction on the front lines of a war. It's a man at work. Well, they say you should love what you do, right? He he definitely loves the Bruins. He loves what he does. Does he do that? Okay, it's Toronto-Tampa, the other game in the Atlantic. Chance for a shot. Scores! Austin Matthews has done it again! 52 on the board! Kept alive by Marner. Marner with a pass in front, they score! It's him again! That kid has got another one! And now he's up to 53! Marner centering in front of the goal. Matthews scores! Austin Matthews, the hat trick! And he now shares the lead with 54 goals in a season! And the Maple Leafs have a 5-2 lead! Yeah, this is going to be really amazing. And I know um, in Calgary, it's a little easier than other places, but you will not stop hearing about Austin Matthews and the Hart Trophy between now and the end of the year. You will also not stop seeing Oilers media members filling their diapers over Austin Matthews getting Hart conversation is that in right? Toronto. Yeah. It's beautiful. I've already seen it unfold last night. Oilers beat writers are putting up polls, yeah. not including Austin Matthews. Other people that don't understand analytics are using bad analytics to say Austin Matthews bad at defense, which he's not. It is amazing. And what a time to be alive in Calgary watching it. Because it will it be because because Drysidle and McDavid draw criticism for the heart because there's two of them and there's two in Toronto. Oh, that see, that's of... another argument I saw yesterday. I mean, it's everything. I've seen, yeah. And then it's going to be the, oh, it's the big media market. And then it's going to be the, oh, well, if these guys are so good, why don't they win more? I mean, I, it's it's perfect, Dean. I saw the should there be two awards, one for most valuable and one for best player. That's what we're we should really, be. We're really 
drilling down on the definitions That's of what these. What we should really yeah. be doing, yeah. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I like a defensive defenseman and an offensive defenseman, but we don't need the best player and the most valuable player. I feel like there's going to be a lot of overlap on that Venn diagram. And then favorite player, most beloved player, mm-hmm. best dressed, best helmet, best diet, uh, shoes, breath. Breath's going to be tough for Phil Kessel. He's got the best breath. Yeah, he's <laughs> oh, much, like, much like Johnny. His oh, lady, man. his lady Bing hopes dashed after yeah, last night. I hear you. Uh, he'll never. Tough. Kessel will never win the Halitosis Award. <laughs> it was a six-two final for Toronto. So Boston wins. Toronto wins in the Atlantic. Toronto's up to second. Boston a third. Tampa falls into a wild card. Dean. They may have to go to Carolina in round one. Hell's going on in the Atlantic. Go home, you're drunk. They might miss the playoffs. Uh, they're not going to miss the playoffs. Only twenty, uh, only twenty points up on New York. Yeah, uh, but Islanders. how many games left? They're in. <laughs> the, the Islanders have a game in hand. That's okay. There you go. Arizona, St. Louis. Blues get it back. Thomas to Tarasenko. He scores. Six fifty-one to go. Second of the game for Tarasenko, and it's five-one Blues. He may be happier in St. Louis than he was a year ago. Maybe. Yeah. Has he? Did we hear rescinded the trade? Rescind, what trade request? I'm Demand, talking about. Oh, or? that was a. It was bad Google Translate. I, I never would say that. Mm. Mm. Uh, that in the central leaves the Blues appearing to be destined for third. They probably don't catch Minnesota. They got a nice cushion over Nashville, who looked like the Flames' most probable opponent because the Flames are probable to win the Pacific. Nashville most likely wild card one. All right. We haven't seen a lot of the Preds this year, and you will twice down the stretch. Both in Nashville, glug glug. Should probably go to go to Nashville then. If, uh, I mean, I'll clear my calendar if you clear yours. Got a companion flight burning the hole. Yeah, seriously, I got two. Uh, Columbus, Philly. I, I wasn't even going to answer your question because you are such a weasel. It's not even funny. Did you see Voracek last night? He was beside himself, livid. Is that right? Like furious. Um, I don't know if that was him talking about the ref or not, but such a weasel. Don't even know if I'm gonna. Was he upset talk. about the hit there? The uh... yeah, he didn't like the non-penalty. Our forever mm-hmm. flame Andrew Peak took a heavy one from Brad Marchand. That's another thing that I've really come to tire of on uh, social media and just on the internet is, look at this hit by Brad Marchand, dirty hit. Left is targeting the head. No, it's not. That's he hit him hit. with the shoulder. It's a. Yeah. You, but look at the video. Look clearly here. It is. I'm looking at the video. It's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. It's a good time to log off right there in that conversation. Uh, Colorado-Pittsburgh tonight. I was a healthy scratch. Couldn't crack the roster in the playoffs. I suck. Uh, Jack Johnson Bowl. Played for both, yeah. Jack Johnson Bowl, there. Carolina-Buffalo. You know, who else do you want to talk about? Something more positive. How about those Sabres? How about those Sabres? Yeah, they're hosting Carolina. That'll be good. Uh, Rangers-Devils. You don't know Jack. No, Jack Hughes got hurt the other game. Is there I was going to say, is he playing? We don't know. Jack? Is there a Jack that plays mm. for the Rangers? We could sub that in if that's the case. Mm. Jack Quinn's a pick of the Sabres. That's the other game. Jack. Jackie Hamilton? Is that his brother? Yeah. I've played blackjack in New York. There you go. That'll do. Uh, Ottawa, Montreal. Rob Ray and I used to go at it all the time verbally. I wasn't dumb enough to challenge him <laughs> physically. Mm. Toronto, Florida. Sure. We can and, and we will. Boston, Detroit. Yeah, he's he's a he's a mean little bastard. I don't mind that. Yeah, Marchand, obviously. Yeah. Uh, Five thirty on Sportsnet West. You can be outraged that he's playing tonight for that legal, clean, heavy hit. That's the type of hits we're trying to get out of the game. Minnesota, Nashville. <laughs> 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 
going to win the Norris this year. Roman Nielsen. Islanders Dallas. Maybe, you know, needed a quick Jankowski. Maybe go off roll a doobie. I didn't think much of it. Had some coffee and made some toast and jelly. It's uh, jelly. Where did that? Where now? I don't want to. Who would we? Uh, well, it's a Western night. It's Dallas. I just read. Oh, need I to see. Well, that's it's all just right. always Western night. In see Dallas. now. See now. You're. It's under, always Western night in Dallas. I criticize you for not having fresh. Uh, I'm trying to find new stuff, Dean. I appreciate the effort. You want new stuff? Uh, Roll a doobie. Edmonton and San Jose. Who's coming home? Who's coming home? Yeah, it's got to be Kane, dude. <laughs> Kane. How could you do it? Hellfire and Brimstone. <laughs> Evander Kane. They said they didn't want him back in the room. Now he's in the visitor's room. Good God almighty. <laughs> Business is about to pick up. <laughs> Did you notice? How could you do it? How could you? Good God. We're getting a lot of wrestling references into the Pender Report it these is, days. It's, a lot. I it's like good. It. Oh, Kane! He's broke, but he's still tough, boys. That's gotta be Kane. <laughs> Just let Barra Ban off land. <laughs> How could you do it? Tom McClellan, he used to coach there. <laughs> he's not there anymore. Bob Bootner's empty in the stick rack. That's oh. right. Should have known that. <laughs> okay, we'll move NBA All before right. we mess up more coaches. It'll be, uh, what, Nick Nurse of the Raptors? That's not all right. Yeah. Hosting the Hawks tonight. Yeah. Doubleheader also on Sportsnet 1. Two of them. Uh, Rockets, Nets, 530. Lakers, Suns, 830. Poor Brunt. <sighs> Major League Baseball. It was a banger. Yeah, Jays against Detroit yesterday. There's mm. the 1-1. One, one. Power to deep right field. Way back and gone. That's a strong young man for two Tigers. Well, thank you. I am 40, though, so maybe that wasn't. 4-2 uh, the final. They fall. Kevin Gossman's first real spring start. You get one. That's it. Six innings pitched. Just three hits, two earned runs. Then he went and threw more in the bullpen. All right. Looks like he'll be ready to go, I guess. The only thing he wasn't thrilled with was fastball command. Everything else, tickety-boo, whatever that means. I'm going to Google it. Thank you. Uh, former Jay Drew Hutchison gets the win in relief. Oh, you'd love to see it, dude. Why do I get the feeling if I Google up tickety-boo, yeah, I'm going to get barred gonna be, by the... You might get some paid leave. Maybe you should try it. Orioles visit Dunedin today. Alec Manoa to start. That's a huge bitch! Uh, Greg Bird cut loose yesterday. Does not get a spot on the 40-man. Gosuke Kato does make the team. Now, this was a highly touted Yankees selection of yesterdecade. He's been bouncing around the bigs. He can play like every position. There's a most t- of the positions. There's a tickety boo convenience store in Shaughnessy, Alberta, wherever Shaughnessy. that is. Uh, he'll make the team as a lefty at least out of the gate. The roster started 28 before shrinking at the end of the month. Highly reviewed on Google reviews. How many stars? 4.6. Wow, that's a lot of stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, trade yesterday: the Tampa Bay Rays sending Austin Meadows to the Tigers. Remember, he was part of the fleecing when they sent Chris Archer to the Pirates. That was impressive work. Glasnow, the other piece there. Uh, Isaac Paradise, no relation to Rene, I don't think, and a compensatory pick to the Rays, who are making room for another top prospect. They just had to get rid of Meadows. Rays doing Rays things. You know what? One of the opposites of Tickety Boo apparently is Cod Swallop. You watch your mouth. 
Uh, the Bo Sox send Chris Sale to the 60-day DL. That's a lot of cod swallow. Uh, NFL, Dean. Major pick swaps yesterday. Cod swapping. No. Mm. Pick swapping? Yep. Did you see this one, Dumas? Oh, yeah. The uh, the Eagles and Saints trading all picks everywhere. I don't know why or what, but... Um, Eagles kick it down to get better next year in a better quarterback class because they're not sure on Jalen Hurts. Yeah, give him another year. And the Saints no quarterbacks this year. get the weapons that they need for Jameis Winston or possibly if they're obsessed with one of the quarterbacks, like Kenny Pickett or something. I don't know. But right. this is better for the Eagles. Thank you, sir. Uh, PGA, let's go there. Uh, just three Canadians in the field. Dean, this oh, Masters nice. week is well underway. Yeah. A nine-hole handshake Removal of the cap and a hearty salute to the Great White North. Mike Weir, Corey Connors, Mackenzie Hughes, all playing a practice round yesterday. I'm not hearing a word you're saying. They were found passed out in the bushes drinking maple syrup. Thursday? Things start Thursday? Thursday. And yes, still lots of time to get into the Masters pool for Calgary Lock and Save. Sportsnet.ca slash 960 or check our socials. Dean, give us a retweet. We need some people in this pool. Yeah, come on, fellas. Somebody's going to win a $500 Visa gift card courtesy Calgary Lock and Safe. Fellas. Keep your winnings safe. Or anything dangerous, secret, creepy, or valuable, you weirdos. Put it in the safe. Calgary Lock and Safe. Keep it all tickety-boo. Tickety-boo. And March Madness came to a close, uh, yes, on the fourth day of April. That's right. Uh, Kansas beating UNC. Carry on my wayward son. They go to Love. Love's going to be the one to take it. Puts up the shot. It's off. The game is over. And Kansas completes the biggest championship comeback all time. They came back because they were behind, yeah. but they ended up winning. So it's like they'll be partying still. Like dust in the wind. Dustin Johnson to win? Was that a 15 to 1? What are you talking mm-hmm. about? That's, uh, that's enough there. Let's, uh, Figure. Stop disrespecting our next guest. Pinder Report brought to you by MotorWorks, exceeding all expectations. BMW repairs and service in a state-of-the-art facility. They'll meet and beat all competitors. Quotes, 51st Ave, 3rd Street, Southeast. (coughs) Kind of got uh, doing the old JR there. Kind of blew out the old voice box a little bit. Kane will do that. Good God almighty. Uh, It's a a good old slobber knocker with Stephen Brunt and Weka back. Sportsnet 960, the fan.